Hello, welcome to another Blue Jackets, Brew Jackets podcast. I'm Lance, aka Hefty Duck, and here with me I got Matt, aka Lawless One, and we are going to Apparently talk Apparently it's just us. It is, it is uh, just us. Uh, we may have some guests joining us here later. I'm not entirely sure, um, but we're going to uh, power through it. And so first thing I want to say is, hell fucking yeah. That's it. That's all I want to say. Finally. That's all we needed. Like this is the first this is my first season watching the Blue Jackets. I finally get to see oh, a yeah. fucking win. I I I'm hoping that the trend keeps going up here too. I looked we looked really great tonight. There's some awesome things I saw in there. Um but I, before we get too far into that, I need to ask you, what are you drinking? It's time for a brew review. I'm actually not drinking. Dang it. All right. Well, I am. Tonight, <laughs> I am drinking uh, Blake's Hard Cider Flannel Mouth Classic. All what right. does that taste like? And hey, we got someone else joining us. Right meow. Are you ready? Here we go. We got the one and only Kevin. Let's go. How you doing, man? Hello. 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 We got to win. I was just yeah. starting with a brew review while we were, I was kind of waiting for people, more people to show up. We might have one or two more, maybe, maybe. And I was just, I'll tell you since I already told everyone else. I got a Blake's Hard Cider Flannel Mouth Classic. I don't know what this is. It's brand new to me. Brand new. This is a hard cider. All right, here's the right? review. Here we go. Ah, uh, it's okay. It could be better. There's like, um, I don't know, like the fermentation. I don't know. Strongbow is better. Strongbow is definitely better. Well, so I, in terms of like the drinking part of this, uh, you have a brew review for us too, don't you? So, like in terms of the drinking part of this podcast, we've been doing this a bit for a bit now, and every time someone has something, and then I don't, so I don't, I haven't been able to contribute to that part of the podcast. But today. I have that. I'm able to contribute to that side of the podcast with what you got, what you got, what you got. The new Union Blue Soldiers beer by Endeavor Brewing called Union Soldier. It's right. Nice. It's right there. Dude, look at that. It's got like the Blue Jackets guy on there with the, the yeah, and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I shouldn't say Blue Jackets per se, but he's a Union soldier. So that's yeah, yeah. It's got the Union soldier holding the hockey stick with the Ohio flag. Made by Endeavor. Endeavor that's awesome. Brewing. And they're local to Columbus, right? Yes, they are a yeah. Columbus brewery. They, uh, they came to Union Blue Soldiers and say, hey, we wanted to do a Blue Jacket themed beer. So he said, okay, let's do it. And, you know, uh, we did it. Um, what's a white lager? I know what a lager is, but what's a white lager? Is it like the lighter one? Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Dope. Uh, oh, right here. So I don't know if you can see that. I'm gonna hold it up. Uh, oh, dude, that's a cannon shooting the cannonball. I don't again. And like, you can go to Union Blue Soldier social media pages for more details and like more like real better pictures of this and everything but what yeah. you may or may not be able to see is on this there's flags that say uh mk matthias kerr for my great grandpa times four who fought for the union army during the civil war jlp for john l pitt who also fought for the union army during the civil war from ohio he's also my great grandpa times four and then two of my columbus friends had their initials on it as well JN for Jason Newland, SK for Sarah Kent, as yeah, well as yeah. uh, this past June, my Aunt Ruth came over when we were having a family get-together at my house, and she pulled out the family tree, proving that we're related to Ulysses S. Grant on my mom's side of the family. So nice. USG gets his name on the can. Also WTS for William DeCunza Sherman, also another one of great generals in American history, also from Ohio, like Grant is. And then uh, one more thing. I uh, noticed this one. I noticed this one. I think uh, maybe, it's on a stick, right? Well, that's that's one of them. That's not. I'll say that one. Okay. Okay. Um, that'll be the lit. Uh, so I don't know if you can see that or not, but I'll hold it up. Let's see here. 
Um, maybe not. Okay, but anyway. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So somewhere, uh, this is kind of hard. But anyways, uh, let's see. Somewhere in like this area, I don't know if you can see that or not. But in this area, I, I found this online. There was a a colored regiment that fought yes. for the Union Army out of Ohio. Out of Ohio, yeah. It was called the 127th Ohio. So this pays tribute to the black Union soldiers that fought for the nice. Union Army out of, out of Ohio. And you are right, because I wasn't going to bring this up. but That's all right. I, I kind of thought it was heartwarming, honestly, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, a little tribute. Where the goalie stick is, that's a tribute to Matisse Kivalinix. And if you can kind of see it, where it says MK, that's for Kivi. So the basic idea of these beer cans right here, besides just the beer, is when you look at this, I want people looking at this and saying, Blue Jackets, I get it. Union soldiers, Civil War, cannons, stuff like that. Not what many people say of, is that Captain America or is that the New England <laughs> And it's like, no, two different things. That's a that's a cartoon. That's a football team. The Blue Jackets are a hockey team named after the Union soldiers that fought to free the slaves. So that's the big thing is when you look at this, I want you to understand the Blue Jackets Civil War thing. You go, oh, I get it. Blue Jackets Civil War, Union soldiers, cannon, blah, 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 blah. If you want some of these that I got in my hand right now, you can go to Endeavor Brewing in Columbus and get yourself some, whether in a four-pack nice. or a case. You can also go to our bar, Whistle and Keg, North Market, uh, you know, Boston's, and a whole bunch of other bars in Columbus where you can also, I mean, like you can't buy it in a case or anything, but they'll serve it to you in the can in the can they can drink it from. So basically, there's lots of places that you can get this in, in Columbus. So all nice. Union Soldier, the new Union Blue Soldiers beer by Endeavor Brewing, who are awesome people, real nice people. You'll have to get some sent to Matt so he can do a brew, brew review for us too. I yeah, I, I, I asked so about, compare. I asked about something similar about that because when I had a Zoom meeting back in uh, with them in January, and I had another Zoom meeting with them back in June, and I said in the June Zoom meeting. Hey, I know you said something about a, a pre-online pre-sale. My family and friends here in Illinois would like something, would like to buy some. And they said, we like that, but we legally speaking, we can't do that because over state lines, through yeah, the mail. It's yeah, your state lines, what may be legal in Ohio may not be legal in another state, but also besides crossing state lines points point, once you leave Ohio. Then the federal government gets involved with all the bureaucracy and all that other pitch yep. and other stuff. And it just yep. and you know, it just becomes too complicated and too expensive. And that's that that's why we, we can only do it for if you live in Ohio. So and you know, and they're not some like big corporate business like a Miller Light or something that could afford to jump through all those big legal hoops and all that. Other. Yeah, right. Bushlight, Budweiser, they all do that that stuff like real. So unfortunately, so basically for now, if you want it, you gotta go you gotta come to Columbus and get it. So that's just how it is. Right on, right on. Well bummer. I'm kinda bummed Matt just left. I was yeah. going to because after this segment, I wanted to jump into the, the game itself. So Yes! Um oh! dude. I was going to see where Matt went, but I'm unsure. But anyway, we'll continue on. We'll continue on. So there's a lot to talk about here. Oh, God. Yeah. And we, we covered uh, a little bit of it. Me and Matt covered a little bit of it at the beginning where we were like, okay, sweet. We, we won. Yeah. We covered that just a tiny, tiny bit. But there's a lot that happened in this game. There is. There were some rough patches. Yeah. There were some amazing things done by other players, too. Got it, good so. Johnny fucking hockey, dude. My guy. I can't believe it. I dude, that wraparound goal he had was so sick. <sighs> so beautiful. Uh first period. Do you guys remember anything from the first period? I had I literally I write things down because I won't I don't yeah, remember just... them at all. Um, so when I turned on about... the game, it was two nothing. Okay, okay. So you were in you got got home a little bit late. Yeah, they... That's right. 
So, uh, well, I, I got off at like 5 30 and then I went to the gym. Oh, hell yeah, man. I turned it on after I got out of there. I did like a two and a half hour session tonight. So it was 2 0 in the first, right? As yeah, they far were as I remember. So uh, looking at the stats, we had a great face off percentage. We yeah. had great. Um, we were taking more shots. They just happen to have two goals. So what what do you think it is means when we have more shots yet they have more goals? It really, I think it just comes down to it. It's not like that they're playing bad because, like you just said, with all the stats and everything, would prove that they're not necessarily playing bad. And they had their moments, but it just really, you know, comes down to you know bad. You're on the power play and it's a bad turnover. That, we had 17 shots until we got our first goal. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen shots. We had a bunch of turnovers. So like giveaways too. So like really the first goal, it's it's just you have a bad turnover that unfortunately leads to a, an eventual goal against you. And then the second one, it's you know, Vancouver has the puck, they shoot they shoot it and it's a goofy bounce off the boards and it's right in front of Elvis and he's got no chance to stop that. Oh, that was uh that was second third period though, right? Now the second goal in the first period. Oh, okay, okay, That's okay, the okay. percentage because it kind of happened again. Point, uh, so five percent. <laughs> yeah, 5%? like honestly, it That's wasn't rough. like they didn't necessarily play like that bad in the first period, and then they really kind of picked it up in the second period, and you yeah. could you really started to take control of that period. So, and then Zach Wierenski gets the goal, and every you know Justin Danforth gets the goal, then Zach Wierenski, and everything starts to. Yeah, push in yeah. the Blue Jackets' direction. We'll get to that. I got a couple more things about the first period real quick. Uh, but, yeah, we gave up that shorthanded goal. Yeah. It was a four-on-five, and we gave up a goal. Yeah. Dude, both our power play and our power kill just needs to just be a little tighter. Just a bit. Just a bit more tighter. That was rough. Uh, yeah. Another thing that was awesome. Okay, this gave me something to cheer about in the first period, actually. Uh, Matthew Olivier. Mm. Not you, Matt. Sorry. Yeah. Uh you got my attention for a second. He fights he fights Luke Shen um and then takes him down. Yep. It was oh man, there was like some like some rough like kind of dirty hits like uh I think like the one dude it might have been Olivier himself actually almost got boarded with was going face first into the wall and there was like there was no call yep. because well, that's why they started fighting and then they both got a 5 minute penalty. The other other dude should have at least gotten an extra 2 minutes my at oh, least yeah. minor for the yeah. boarding. Yeah. At least roughing, interference, something. It wasn't nothing. Like, why? Uh, the yeah. refs tonight were not necessarily the problem. No. Uh, they weren't great, but they weren't they weren't bad by any means, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say more about the, the first period. Uh, second period, uh, we still had more shots on goal and fa- good face-off percentage. Uh, more blocks, more, uh, more hits. And you mentioned it just a little bit ago. Uh, a goal from Danforth that was huge. Yeah. That I think helped change the tide. It did. We let him know we were there, we made him scared a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it was we were still we were 0 for 1 on our own power plays though at that time, too. We really yeah. need to capitalize on that. I got more thoughts about that. I'm going to get the overtime yet, too. It's yeah, but uh, yeah, well, that was. That was pretty good. We're kind of covering this pretty fast, but we can also talk many other things after this too. Yeah. Uh, third period. Voracek had we had some really good passing on the power play. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, were you able to watch much of the third period there, Matt? Did you catch anything nah, like, like the towards the end of the game? Was, that's when I was getting everything settled down at home. Gotcha. Well. I caught when it was I caught when it was two to one. I caught when we scored our first goal. Hell I yeah. didn't see any of when it was two two or anything like that. Or next time I caught up to it, it was three three, and I was like, "Okay, oh, shit." So that puts us at um, fucking Zach Rowenski. Okay, I got more stats I want to talk about after this because Zach Rowenski is amazing. Yeah, literally. Literally, almost the best player on our team right now, right. currently, because of the stat, according to stats. Yeah. This year's stats. So, 
Hey, look at this. We got another guest joining us. Awesome, awesome. Sweet. Here is the one, the only, the lovely Santori. I got to put this uh, overlay a little bit smaller. You know these aren't guests, right? These are... Johnny! I know. Fucking oh, hockey! Yeah! It's about time. What? That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I promise. He was... He's, I agree with Santori. Johnny fucking hockey. Dude. Oh, Johnny Gaudreau. I, this game wouldn't have been possible without him. <laughs> I mean, that? I don't know. Is that all he wanted to do? That's I guess. I At least he shouted that. out DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, you like my like a uh, little way. I, I noticed that. That's pretty yeah. sweet. I made that like, just while I was watching the game earlier. I just made it real quick to throw up. I thought it fit that. It's kind of. It looks blue on on this screen, but anyway, it does. Perfect. Yeah, Johnny. It looks absolutely. it looks like the same blue as the background. As the background, I know, right? I don't know how that yeah. worked out. It's pretty. What simple. color is it? Uh, it's like gray. Mm. Don't know how that worked out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Zach Rowensky, He had the assist from Jenner and absolutely crashed the net. Perfect. You remember what happened after that, Kevin? Do you remember? Yes. Zacharensky shoots the puck and it goes into the net and it was like really sweet and cool. And the Blue Jackets, you know, oh, I was so happy. Woo! Oh, so sick. And then. And yeah. then. Yeah. Then the Canucks scored, <laughs> scored shortly after that. We okay. literally gave it right back to him off a face off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a little like, like third, like under 10 seconds later. Yeah, they went to break. It was 2-2, two, two, and then as soon as it comes back, it's like, oh, oh, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one hurt. That played with my emotions a lot. Yeah. And as a Guardians fan, I've already had my emotions play with today. Okay. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Stupid. I'm tired of it. Stupid Yankees. Yeah, I know. No one like no, – the whole world cannot beat that. I don't know. Whatever. I'll be right back. i got to let the dog out. Right. Heard. Listen, like, I like I like the Reds, but I was cheering for the Guardians because go Ohio. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, one, go Ohio. I love all Ohio sports, but then also, I mean, like uh, New York has too many fans for like every single team they already have. Yeah. Every there's there's enough fans. They got enough fans for their team, so screw them. They don't <laughs> need any any more fans. And also, their fans are. No, I can't say. It. I can't speak for all of them, but like three quarters of them, awful. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's how I feel inside, man. That's how I feel yeah. for, our, for our audio listeners. I'm sorry, I flipped off the camera. Double, double flipper, double bird. But anyway, yeah, you know. And then, and then, and then, and then, after that, after we gave up the stupid goal, then what does Mister Johnny Hockey himself come out and do? Mm. Mm. Dude. Mm. Mwah, beautiful chef's kisses. Mwah. I saw him going around the backside of the goal, and I'm like, Michigan? No, because Michigan's really fancy. It's uncalled for. You don't need to do that. No. The next best thing, though, is a sick wrap around. I can't believe he, that went in. I can't believe he got the whole way around. He made it to that little tiny bit right there, too. Dude was going so fast, too. I think that. For, for at least in my opinion, the way he was going, I think that's the really the only option you have from that point. Because if you're going so fast, you don't necessarily have the time to kind of put your arm up and kind of flip it with the right, yeah. Like Whereas with like the uh, Zegras last year, he was behind the goal and like no one was challenging him, so he had plenty of time to just pick it up and swoop it in. Yeah, and, you know. God, yeah, that goal is so cool. Thank you. Oh, it was so good. And oh, then. Cool. After that goal, man, I had some issues with this. Um, now, Nyquist uh, had an interference call with the goal goalkeeper. He entered he the crease. In. He, he, in. he did a little bit. Yes, he was trying. He was trying to get around the defender, and then he got like kind of bumped in and kind of bumped in the goalie. And that was just uh, it was rough to watch. Because once again, my emotions were just being played with, <laughs> and tough to watch. So, in the third period. They finally caught up to us in shots. Um, they finally caught up to us, uh, like like legit 
come up to us uh, with shots. I don't mean to repeat myself there. I was looking at my notes real quick. Um, and they started getting a little bit more traction, a little bit, it seemed. But then, yeah, because, like, I mean, you guys see Eric Robinson tonight? Yeah. You notice him at all? He was kind of shaky, man. Like, he dropped, dropped yeah. pucks and shit. Like, dude, that's rough, man. You're... <laughs> He's better than that. I know he's better than that, man. And I just, I, it was rough to see. Yeah. Um, you have any other comments on the third period, Kevin or Matt? Because yeah. we, we have won. a little bit more to talk about here. But that was overtime. Yeah. So, like, basically, it's, you know what, though? They, they had a big penalty kill that kept them off. The that board. was a really good penalty kill. You're right. Good penalty kill kept them off the board. And then you. Listen, the Blue Jackets, they you know, had some chances towards the end of that third period where they could have put it in. So, yeah. like, and they didn't really give anything, the Canucks, anything to shoot at in towards the end of the third period. So, if, like, if you're tied and you, it may, you may be heading to overtime, like, that's kind of the thing of what you want is that you want to be able to have your chances to where maybe you could score. And if not, Make sure that you don't give the other team any really any chances to shoot, and that's what the Blue Jackets did. And you go to the overtime where the Blue Jackets, for the most part, controlled that overtime period right there, and they dominated. Well, at the end of the third period, their shots, the Blue Jackets' shots started to drop off a little bit. Yeah, and what they did instead of shooting, which I've seen them starting to do a lot, or specifically like a couple people started to do a lot. Is simply, yeah. Oh, what up? Is simply that. Is simply they started passing it instead of shooting it. Like what? What the hell? I don't know shit about hockey, but I'm having a great time. We're just ending with the third period. We're just about to start uh, talking about overtime a little bit. I saw the final goal. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know what I was watching, but I watched it, and it happened. And then everybody gave him a hug, and it seemed like a good time. Yes. Finally, it was a very good time, and we're getting to that as an overtime. I understand that you know you do have to pass it a little bit to set things up. That you can't just be shooting twice, maybe not three times. You know, but sometimes they just just hockey in general. Sometimes they just do way too much passing. Santori. But, but I get it, though. You have to set things up. He just keeps leaving. I found out some exciting news. Yeah. What, what you got? Um, you can use stream. You can use Xbox for StreamYard. Really? Are you doing that right I now? Got, I got a, no, I got a 1080p webcam hooked up to my Xbox. I'm going to use that. Oh, now. yeah. Nice. Because, yeah. like, it's iPad. It's supposed to be 1080p, but it. Uh, yeah, the bit rate's a little rough, and also if you put a Ethernet cable into your Xbox from your router, that'll help. Uh, it'll help quite a lot too. Without having to go over Wi-Fi, well, at least not a little bit. It'll help more yeah. consistently. I mean, it's hardwired anyway. So. Oh hell yeah! Well, I'm gonna try that next time. See how yeah, that works dude. out. No, be cool. But, but I get it though. You do have to pass it to set things up. You can't always be. Oh, by the way, brew review. Oh yeah, brew review. What you got? Uh, Let's go. It is roll, a roll, roll, Sierra roll. Nevada, Sierra Nevada, sunny little thing. It's like a, like a sour, sour version of Sunkist. What Think do you mean? like Shock Top a little bit. Okay, yeah. It's more along the lines of a sour. Hmm. Okay. So it's like it's like it's really orangey. Is it beer or is it like a like can? It's cocktail? yeah, it's beer. Okay. It's it's a wheat ale. Wheat. Gotcha. I used to love Shock Top. Unfortunately, I can't drink that anymore. Yeah. So what's yeah. uh? How do you feel about it? Uh, on a scale from one to ten. What the beer? Yeah, the beer. Uh, six. Six. Slightly above it's average. Not bad. Not bad. Can I you like drink wild. like more than one? Like you know what I mean? Like could you drink like three or four? Or does the orange does the orange get to you? Ah, uh, see, like shock top, the orange kind of got to me after a while. Uh, Blue moon, the wild little thing is my go-to, and that's the um, strawberry hibiscus one. Ooh, that sounds good. It's, it's so good. It's like a variation of this, but 
different place. No corn syrup? Is it just sugar? I don't know. I gotta ask. <laughs> Where the fuck do I find that out at? Ah, uh, maybe the box. Oh, it says it's sweet. Yeah, I like more of a dry. The best, um, the best cider. Is that a cider? Is that what? That yeah, is? it's a cider. Yeah. The best cider that you can get is um. Forget who made it. I think it was Angry Orchard. Oh, that's uh. They, they did an unfiltered one, which it was like a hazy. It was like a hazy. Isn't fucking... that an apple ale? No, it's a. I don't know. Because apple ales, I can't drink them. I got the wheat allergy and shit. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't like the sweet ones. Like, have you? They, ever had I can't find them down here anymore. I don't know. If they still have them in Ohio. Okay. I know Meyer well, hey, had them last fellows. time I was up here. Um, since I'm the only one here with the script, I'm gonna go ahead and do the ad read real quick. So I'm just gonna play a little snippet of this video, and then I'm gonna launch into it as soon as the video ends. So here we go. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with the same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. You would have gotten $200 tonight if you would have bet on the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Agent eligibility restrictions apply. Check out all the disclaimers I've posted underneath anywhere we posted this video for that. Yes. Anyway. Thank you to our new for our new friends. For yes. They've supplied us with some great tools so we can further our stream. Make um, it cool. The Hockey Podcast Network. We are, are, are an affiliate. And uh, yeah, they've, they've definitely helped us out a lot. And we like to help them out with the little ad reads and the ads in the corner and whatnot. So uh, if you like, would like to help us out, help them out helping us help them check out the code and you know just put it in if uh it's pretty awesome uh yeah if i do say so myself anyway back i to... would pull out my phone and show you that i have the app downloaded on my phone but i live in south Carolina. i'll take your word for it oh yeah you oh, i don't have it i'm it's not legal yeah yeah uh so ohio is legalizing sports betting in january so we're really trying to ramp it up the signing up the uh, DraftKings still has um has like fantasy sports you can you can do yeah yeah i and got there's that. other app like things you can do with it for now um but come january in ohio it's gonna be huge man i'm so excited for that personally like yeah i, I won't I bet in, on my own teams i will not bet on my own teams i promise you that though yeah, i just don't, I live I in the last state that's gonna legalize sports betting really yeah, it'll be the last state what about like south dakota or some shit i don't know no it's, what about utah live, you think it's is it legal in, in utah i live in a, the bible belt well they're mormon i feel you they're yeah mormon, mormon so there, like they don't really they, they, i mean their beer is limited out there as far as i know yeah. it's like they'll, they'll legalize it before shit. they legalize it here yeah oh, they didn't even sell beer and they didn't even sell beer on sunday until yeah like, they don't in my area actually my whole the area whole reason here, actually in the city the city that i live in is where the Panthers were originally going to be located because Denny's is located in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And originally, okay. they wanted to have the Panthers here. They actually have the training camp here, but they wanted to have the team actually located here. But South Carolina would not legalize alcohol sales on Sunday. So that's why they're in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. My whole township, book, you have to drive 15 minutes any direction to get any alcohol it's a dry township because of the amish so ridiculous to me so ridiculous damn 
way she goes, man. We we all uh we survive. We survive anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh over anyway. Time. Over time, over time. I have written down here, shoot it. Yeah. Don't pass so much. Yeah. That's all that's I got more than that. Um yeah, shoot it 17 times. Dude, you know one of them who, will go in. You know, at the end of the game, uh Johnny Gaudreau was the player of the game. You want who want to know who my player of the game is? Yegor Chinikov. 100%. My player of the game. The kid played, dude. He is a full NHLer. He has, he's developed. He is a beast. Yep. And the thing about Yegor Chinikov is that when the Blue Jackets picked him with, the first, with their first round pick in 2020, Everyone's like, who? Who is who? This? Who? Yeah. But but Yarmo has been proven to be right so far. But also a couple days after the draft, we learned that a couple teams wanted to pick him after the Blue Jackets. Really? So that's why the one of the reasons the Blue Jackets it's a good thing they picked him. Because some people say, Oh, you could have picked him later in the draft. It's like, no, you couldn't, because you don't know if he's there or not. And then that was later proved. When we learned a couple days later that actually no, a couple teams behind the Blue Jackets were looking at him to use it with their first round, you know, draft pick. So, so when I, it's kind of funny because oh, who when the Blue Jackets picked him, and you know, I remember that it's proven the it's proven Yarmo to be right so far. Actually, yeah, it was a good pick. A similar thing happened when the Blue Jackets picked Pierre Luc Dubois. Everyone, yeah. Well, oh, you should have picked Polly Arby. Well, no, that turns out that was a good idea too. I don't know though. Anyway, N- you know, looking back on it now, in hindsight's twenty twenty. Pierre Luc Dubois. Hey, wait, no, he got us Patrick Line. So and Jack Rosselbeck, who was questionable at some points tonight. Well, yeah, this, this it happens. Yeah. It ha- but when you're down 3 you should really try to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. They dominated that 3v3 overtime so hard. And one of the things that helped them the most was how many line changes and how fast and quick they were over compared to Vancouver. They didn't even let Vancouver get line changes because they were back down on their end so quick. Yep. They tired them out. They kept possession. And they it, passed it a hell of a lot too many times. Sorry, Matt. What? I, I don't even know the word. Uh, English is hard. I okay. do. <laughs> the later it gets, the harder it gets. Dejected. Too. Dejected. That's Deje- how they were. Yeah. That's Dejective? Yeah. Okay. Dejected. De- De- detective? Ejected. <laughs> Ejective? Ejected? No. Ejected. Uh, Vancouver, Vancouver seemed dejected. Oh, yes. Thank you. There we go. I know what you, yeah. They seemed worn down. Yeah. I would agree. I, and I liked it that it just seemed like not every ship, but every other ship, the Blue Jackets were throwing Johnny Gaudreau out there. Literally, he had so many minutes out there at that point. Um, (laughs) It's just like, okay, here you go. Okay, take a quick rest. Okay, here you go, Johnny Gaudreau. Get back out there and stuff. Yeah, because that early one, earlier goal was like kind of like him being like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." And yeah. went and did it. And went and did it. So we were hoping to see him do that again. Man, I was really hoping for that. But alas, but alas, we had a sick, a sick assist mm. from Young Yegor Chinikov. Two of all people, Vladislav Gavrikov, mm-hmm. our defenseman. Yeah, I got more to say about this in a bit. Vladislav Gavrikov, he's he's mostly you know he's mostly known as a defensive defense and really good on defense, but he he's got that sneaky offensive ability sometimes where he can sneak in there when you're not paying attention and score some goals or a pass or something. He scored the first goal he ever scored with the Blue Jackets was against the St. Louis Blues in November 2019. And it was that kind of that similar play that he scored today in overtime where he just kind of snuck in there sure. at the last moment and shot it and got, you know, got it in. 
So, like, he's mostly defensive, but he can do some offense, too. Except most people focus on his defensive side of things, which is understandable. But he can do the offense, too. He can. And just like Zach Rowenski did earlier in the game, another D-man who stepped up and was there. He crashed the goal. He was there. That's all we needed. You know, so in there and awesome. yeah, I'm so happy with that. Um, final goal by Gavrikov, and then the player of the night was Johnny Goudreau. And I do not blame them for choosing him at all. Like I said, my player of the night was Chinikov. Um, I don't know how they decide player of the night. Was it most impact? Was it best stats? Whatever. I bet it's most. I think it's impact? the NHL decides it somehow. Okay. Like, um, I'm just, you know, like some dude has a game on the goal in overtime. That dude's picked if he scores a goal or something. That was hot. Thank you. That was deep. I hope, the, po- deep. I hope the podcast picks that up. Did it? <laughs> Did you hear it? I, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. It was very audible. I thought there was noise cancellation on this thing, man. Damn. <laughs> uh, that's okay. When Whatever. People, it's late, hey, right? It's late one. Who cares? When it's people go fun. back to listen to this, you know, they'll just hear Matt's, you know, burp, and who cares? It's just part of the show, you know? That was, that was mine. Oh, wait, Lance's burp? That was mine, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it smelled then. funny, too, dude. It smelled like uh, garlic mac and cheese, which is uh, what I had for dinner. So. Okay, well, then, you know, my same comment stands, only except switch out Matt's burp for Lance's burp, you know? Again, part of the show. Ah, oh, beautiful. Yeah, it is called brew jackets, man. It's not You can't have brews without burping at least a little bit, right? Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, the player of the game. Oh, yeah, we okay. We're getting down to it. Um, a couple of things I just wanted to mention that I thought were odd. Okay. So we had uh, one, two, three, four players with two points tonight. Not goals. Yeah. Points. That's it. Two points. So that is um, Johnny Gaudreau, Gus Nyquist, Boone Jenner. Oh, I'm sorry. We have five. Boone Jenner, Chinikov. Oh, they updated this. Okay. And Gavrikov. Sweet. Okay. So Chinikov had two points. That was he was he had two points. He had two assists. He had shots on goal. He had a block. Whatever. But um I it's borderline like okay, so here's the thing. The other person that had the most shots on goal, other two people that had most shots on goal, three people. John Gaudreau. Boone Jenner and Eric Robinson had three shots on goal each. Do you want to know who had the most, though? D-man Zach Rowenski. Yeah. Why? Why is it not a forward? Well, because Zach Rowenski, if you look at what the Blue Jackets have on their roster in terms of defensemen, there's a spectrum. Some of them are more on the defensive side of things. Some of them are more the offensive side of things. and And some are in the middle. Uh, Zach Wierenski, he's more, I would say he's more slightly offensive than he is defensive. Yeah, he plays that, that front D-man position a lot. So in terms, so why it, does he have the more shots? Well, because he's more on the offensive sort of things, slightly. Can do a, still good on defense, but generally speaking, he's used in a lot more, you know, offensive situations. Yeah. Demon are also on the ice for just more minutes. Right. He had twenty. He had twenty-seven minutes. Most minutes on the team. Um, our our longest. Uh, Goudreau and Nyquist both had twenty-one points each. So, um, ah man, I can't. I'll mention this here in a bit. So, I just thought that was interesting, though, that our Demon, not one of our forwards, had the most. Um, had the most shots. It's just kind of odd, but like I get it. It happens. Like we won. I'm not mad about that. You know, I'm just saying. Like, you know, there's a. It's it's just interesting. So, uh, Sean Corrali with four hits, dude. That dude's a beast. He shows up every game for the hits, man. I love Sean Corrali. He's a forward with just a body to throw at anybody. Like he'll put anyone down. And he's defensively um, responsible and good at faceoffs and like yeah. good a good third line, fourth line guy, and that's why the Blue Jackets got him. 
But do you want to know who had the most hits? Nick and this is this is almost my fa- uh, other player of the game, Chinikov and Blankenberg. Blankenberg oh. with five hits. He also had four shots on freaking goal. Yeah. Which is a lot more than, well, not a lot, but it's more than any of our forwards. And he was only out there for 21 minutes, which is the same as the rest of our forwards, too. So I love the way Nick Blankenberg played tonight. He's playing like he's still trying to earn that spot because he, he kind of is. Yeah. He's a little bit smaller in statue, but he can stature, statue, statue, stature. Uh, he can really bring it. He can really bring that boom. It's freaking yeah. sick, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would have kept Bean instead of um Boquist. Boquist. That's an interesting choice, but hey, I'm not the coach, I guess. Wow. It, Bean it, only played 11 minutes anyway. Like wow. I was. And, and it might be it just be it might I could be totally wrong on this just guessing it might just be a thing the Blue Jackets are saying to Adam Boquist hey we know you're one of our top defensemen we know you can do good you've shown it with us but maybe just sitting out one game and say okay take you know settle it down you're okay but this is the message here you need you can do better we know you can do better otherwise someone else is going to take that spot and maybe Creating just competition and. Maybe for today, just today, that was Jake Bean, and maybe it's someone else, or maybe Bocas comes back in the next game because he he offered. He's one of the best defensemen offensively, and he can play some defense too. I mean, he was a big part of that Seth Jones trade. So yeah, and he signed a you know a big contract extension. So all right, it may be just a one game thing where you just say, okay, you know what, just settle down and. Here's your here's a little message. Do better, and then we'll put you back in the next game. I'm hoping. I like Boakfist. Yep. I kind of had him pegged for a um, a breakout year for that guy. You know, I really did. I think he'll. I think we'll see him again. It's not like he's gone forever. You're right. It's probably wow. just like a day, and uh, and we'll see some other moves up and down this year too. I mean, maybe we'll see Bemstrom again. Maybe we'll see. Uh, uh, Marchenko again. He's been killing it down on the monsters. Marchenko scored goals, so many goals. Dude. Two goals in two games. Yeah. Pretty freaking sweet. Um, so two D men scored tonight. We had Wierenski and Gavrikov. Okay, do you want to guess who had the fewest minutes on the team? And do you want to ponder why? Who who was missing tonight? Who was there, but who was missing? A lot of the game. Do you know? No. Number 34. Oh, Cole Sillinger. Yeah. He had nine and a half minutes tonight. I don't know what was up with that. You know, there's there may be a couple things with that. There were a lot of penalties in that game, and generally speaking, you're not going to put your top offensive guys playing penalty kill, so that takes him out a bit. And then if, and if you do kill the penalty, gen, you know, it kind of takes a while for your lines to get back to where they were. Maybe it's, again, could be like with the Jake Adam Boquist thing where it's like, well, maybe we're, we're not liking what we're seeing from you, and we'll just sit you down and pull. someone else can have your spot during the game. And then maybe he comes back and, you know, plays better. You know, no, but it could be one of those things where, you know, there, like I said, there was a lot of penalties and that kind of s- slows down the, uh, the flow of the game because when there are no penalties and everyone's playing five on five for basically most of the game, there's a certain flow to it of, you know, when teams send out their first line, their second line, their third line, fourth line, so on and so forth. And, other team sends out their fourth line, so you send out your fourth line to match it, or first line against first line, or they got their fourth line. You put your first or second line out there, so on and so forth. So that, I don't know. Again, we're not Greg Larson or the Blue Jackets, so we don't necessarily know why they did that, but that's just us kind of talking, thinking why it, it may have been. And Didn't he get some penalties in the first three games too? And maybe we were trying to avoid having to kill more penalties. Yeah. That's why, um, you know, I think he he talked and 
Blankenberg after that that one penalty and was like, hey, don't don't do that shit no more, dude. Quit yeah. it. <laughs> we yeah. need to be on this like ourselves. Um, I just thought, yeah, I don't know the reason either. I I just brought it up because I noticed that he had very few minutes and like it seems odd because he's one of our one of our big dudes. I love Cole Sillinger. I think he's a fantastic player, but if he's not producing, then someone else can. Make some more competition. I'm glad with the competition we have this year. Right. Um, so, yeah, last thing I, I have written down here um, was... Uh, oh, uh, so... People blamed Elvis for that one goal off a draw. You know, off a draw, and then it just immediately went in right after Zach, uh, Z's goal, right? Yeah. It kind of bounced off of someone, though. It did. And the thing is, uh, obviously we did win. Yeah, so we were also very close on shots. So Elvis had a 0.941% save average, which is, like, really good. I mean, really good compared to Martin's. Martin, is it Martin? The other goalkeeper for yeah. Vancouver. 0.875. Okay, so 9, 941 to 875. Huge. Big Obviously, we did score one more goal. I get that, but I play a lot of – I do fantasy. I'm in a couple of NHL fantasy leagues, and that makes a big difference to me yeah. because he's showing up. People, I saw people on Twitter posting like, oh, we should have started Tarasov again and this and that. Like Elvis just oh. isn't ready. He's slow up from being sick. It's like, no. He's professional. It, I like what I've seen from Tarasov. He's, mm-hmm. he's a good goal. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I get that. No, I like what I've seen from him. You know, he's a good goalie. He's seen as the futures the goalie star of the future for the for the blue jackets but it just that right now elvis is the guy and you're paying him five with a five-year deal with kind of big money it's like he's got to be the guy to play most of the games and preferably he would be down in cleveland getting the starting job with those down in cleveland so he can help develop there and then and then when he's actually completely ready he could pull up and he looked you know he, he looked good right now but if you know if how i think this is probably going to go or corpus i mean numbers uh, leakins plays most of it i'd rather have tarasov down in cleveland but i get it why he's up here because corpus is hurt yep he is he is our third string, but also this is getting uh, Jet Greaves more experience. And I, honestly, I don't remember who is under him yet because there is somebody. There's got to be somebody, yeah. right? And you know, Jet Greaves is 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 good. Yeah, he's great. I'm gonna see him here in a Monsters game this year at some point. But um, you know, Elvis. Yeah, you're right. We need to get. <laughs> we paid him money. We want to get our money's worth out of him. You know. Uh, that would really, really help. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and also thinking about uh, Vancouver. Last year, they were really down their dumps. And then Bruce Boudreaux came in and like helped lift them out of that dump, but it was too late to really do anything for the playoffs. And, and so... They almost got in. Almost. Yeah, Bruce really pulled through for him. Bruce Boudreaux. Um, but honestly, it just wasn't enough, and it wasn't enough tonight. They are 0-4 for the season now. I do feel for them because that, that could have been us. <laughs> one one of the zeros had to go away tonight. I, uh, I couldn't – I had, I was struggling to find another famous Owen to uh, create my meme. Owen Miller from the, the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, that's not who I had because um, – Fuck Cleveland. I saw it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I know where you're from. I know where you're from. Or who you root uh, for. That's why it's a Blue Jackets podcast and not a baseball one, right? <laughs> right, exactly. But, um, Except for the Cleveland Monsters. They sick. They're 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 awesome. If you like the Blue Jackets, yeah, I like them a little bit. Man. Yeah, anything else? Uh well uh yeah, who was it that you found, Matt? When, while you're coming up with that, uh, I'm going to ask Kevin anything. Any other takeaways from the game tonight? Anything else you got? I think how they play, 
you know, in parts that, you know, you take away the two goals, I didn't think they didn't play too bad in the first period. And then it really started to go in the right direction in the second period. That's what I would like to see more of, which is. Uh, Matt, who is that? Owen Hargreaves. Who the hell is that? Some soccer player. Okay. Football. Back, Football. Football. All right. Uh, back to it, Kevin. <laughs> but, like, you know, I didn't. You take away the two goals. I don't think they played that bad in the first period. And they started to take over, put it, to put it in the right direction in the second period. And, yeah, I'd like to see more of that. And that, that just. For all my many years of watching the Blue Jackets, that just seems that when they're at their, their best, it's that they're playing that straight-ahead, kind of aggressive, forechecking style. And I know that that was really successful under John Tortorella because he, John Tortorella is really good at that aggressive, defensive, uh, forechecking, aggressive style. Yep. And the Blue Jackets, it's better when they do do that, but they don't necessarily – have the guys to play that style that you need to play that way correctly. And you look at their current roster now, they're more transitioning slowly into the more aggressive offensive speed attack sort of a game. So they don't necessarily have that same aggressive style of defensive forecheck that they did so well under Torts. But if they could just find a way to – Maybe you, you use that aggressive defensive style forecheck and turn that into more of a aggressive style forecheck offensively and keep you know with, with some defense that you know it'll serve them well. Use what you did in the set, you know, a little bit of the first period in the second period, third period, and so on and forth to push your way for the rest of the season. Because where the blue jackets are right now, there are some teams where they can get away with it, where they don't necessarily play pretty good, play good, but a lot of times maybe they're good on defense, they're good on offense, and that kind of hides their deficiencies and they allows them to win games. And it's not to say the Blue Jackets can't do that. They can. It's just That's just not where they are right now. Under kind court, of what they did last year a bit. They, they yeah. scored a shit ton of goals, but then also let in a whole bunch too. Yeah. So like – and but under torts, they had that they were that they they were in that mo that spot where they could have those games where they didn't necessarily have to play good because they had a you know they they were good on defense had, they had a system they had a system yeah they're still kind of, you know they're they're still kind there is they're still kind of learning under Brad Larson because he did make some changes before the season started so once they get that it'll you know it'll be Okay. Nope. I'd agree with you on a lot of that. Um, Matt, do you have any final takeaways from this game? Anything like that? One, you're excited for. Two, disappointed in anything. Not really. Dude, what about... Dude, just say it. Say it. Number 13. Number 13, Johnny. Johnny Hockey. Say it. Say Johnny Hockey. Johnny. Johnny. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I I agree. I agree. I will say this because did I did. You see my tweet about the uh, Charlie Brown's teacher. Was yeah, I did. Oh my, yeah, that, that was a really funny uh, moment in this game tonight when the ref's mic was like, "What, what, 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 what?" It was so great. All so right. will, last thing, Kevin. All right, I'll. I will say this um, because last week I was on my Columbus trip. Saw the Blue Jackets play. Yeah. I got the beer and you know a whole bunch of other stuff. I didn't see you drink one. Kevin. We will talk about that more Saturday. I think I totally forgot to ask you more about that. We're yeah. going to add that tonight, dude. I'm sorry. So I can just make a quick summary of that. Sure. So basic. Uh, last last week I was in Columbus. I saw I uh, was with saw the Blue Jackets play. Hanging out with my Columbus friends at our bar. Got the new Uni Blue Soldiers beer. Uh, tried it at our bar. Got some. Brought it up to my family and friends here in Illinois and uh, going to pass them out to my family and friends here in Illinois. going to pass them up to my family and friends in Wisconsin when I go see them. Wisconsin. Yeah. I have family in Wisconsin and I did see, and then uh, on Sunday when, you know, things have calmed down and I unpacked and everything, I, I got home. 
I watched, I didn't watch all of it yet, but I watched some of the show that you and Dale and uh, Jeff oh, yeah. did on Saturday. I like Jeff. I was there I love Jeff. Too. He was there too. He was our special guest for the night, even though he's yeah. a co-host and not a guest. <laughs> he was on his phone, so I called you a guest then. You're a co-host when you're at home, right? Yeah. But, and then also <laughs> on Twitter, and then also on Twitter, I saw the clip that uh, the Brew Jackets Twitter page posted of me on TV. Oh yeah. Arch, and yeah. like, and Dale said, I have some questions, and he said, Oh, Kevin would talk about that next time. And yeah, right. So basically. You know, uh, Blue Jackets group, Uni Blue Soldiers, right here. We, All of them on Facebook. And Twitter. Them out on Twitter. The, the whole bit, you know. Instagram. Even Instagram. I follow them on Instagram, too. Yeah, the whole Union bit. Uni Blue Soldiers. Anyways, but Uni Blue Soldiers is our, you know, it's a Blue Jackets group that I run, started 2014. And we do a march every year to support the Blue Jackets, and it's a lot of fun. Big people show up. People bring, yep, yep. People bring flags and signs. And people from the Blue Jackets organization yep. show up and are there and are part of it. And yes, thing. yes. And uh, we are here on Blue Jackets are not affiliated with the Blue Jackets. Uh, no. at all. Like, <laughs> no. We just are fans. That's it. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, Blue Jackets not associated with the Blue Jackets, but um, but the last two. So we do the marches a lot, or any brews for that matter. No. Yet, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but uh, yes, we do a march. It's a lot of fun. People bring their flags or signs. It's a chance to CBJ. Let's go jackets. It's a lot of fun. Big t- fun times. And the last two years, the Blue Jackets have done the march with us, and they brought Stinger and I saw him there. That's awesome. A bunch of other people. And what you saw on we've been on TV multiple times. And what you saw on TV was the march, and there's Stinger. He's pounding the drum with the CBJ and the Let's Go Jackets chants, and there's Marcus and Catherine, Catherine and a bunch of awesome people from the Blue Jackets that joined us, and it was so cool, so fun, a good positive energy, a good vibe, a lot of fun stuff, and the march that Union Blue Soldiers does every year is one of the favorite things I look forward to every year because it really brings people together. Sports... Sports bring people together. People have different views on food and sports and weather and politics and so much more. But if you we're like, all three, we're all three in different states right now, right? And like, so sports bring people yeah. together, regardless of everything. And that's yeah, what I like about cool. March is we all like the Blue Jackets and we all come together to support the Blue Jackets. And then the right Blue now have supported we right now. Yeah, right now uh, the come Blue together. Jackets, Right. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. The song. Yeah. <laughs> but the Blue Jackets have supported the last two years. They promote it on their social media, and they legitimately like the march because oh, thank you. I tell Marcus and Catherine from the Blue Jackets of the social. The media. Tina Turner version of that song is the best. One. I've never heard that. That sounds awesome. Look it actually. up. Have you ever seen the movie Cruella? Yeah. No, I know of it though. Oh, look! Look it up when we're off the show. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. Come together by And Catherine and Marcus, one of the, the awesome social media marketing people from the Blue Jackets, I say thank you, and they said thank you, and they, they love the march, and they love what Union Blue Soldiers does, and so, yeah, that was just a lot of fun, um, doing the march, going to the Blue Jackets game, getting the beer, the march, and just so much more, so it was it was. Hell a- yeah. So, last thing, uh, when's the next one? Then, so, then, generally speaking, if, if there's the next one, well, generally speaking, the next march would be if the Blue Jackets make the playoffs because they've done playoff marches. Um, however, though, there's a what little about when they make it to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, I would do one there. Yep, I would do a march after, do a march before every game, dude. I would. If we're there, yeah, Stan- I mean, Stanley Cup final March before every game. I would sell everything I own to get tickets for that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, listen, trust me, I would do that. I, that would happen. So, like, but when the Blue Jackets have been in the playoffs, I've done a march, a lot of fun. The only caveat that's generally speaking, that's when the March next March is if the Blue Jackets make the playoffs. Okay, but there's a caveat to this. 
there is a caveat to this, which is because I got the connections to the Blue Jackets now, they like the marches. They've done two of them with me. They've said that I've talked to them, and they've said that they they would they would do another one. Cool. Like uh, it was talking to Marcus last year, and he said, "Well, we'll do the first march, and if we see what we like, we'll do another one. And if we like what we see from that one, then we may do another one sometime during this, you know, season, May." Not official, May. So that may be, it may happen sometime during the season, or if the Blue Jackets, if not, if the Blue Jackets. Oh, yeah. You should try to get it close to March, you know, our birthdays. <laughs> hey, birthday, buddy. There's birthday. a March 11th uh, game against St. Louis. Well, there's no, not, no birth, no birth Blue Jackets game on our birthday this year. Happy Buck. No, oh, I'll probably I don't go look at that fucking so. schedule. Not yeah, dude, if you can make it up here for that, that'd be sick. Yeah, I'd love to be. I, I already have tickets for a couple more games this year. Not on my no. But, uh, yeah, I encourage everyone, if you had the chance, come join Uni Blue Soldiers for our next March. It's a lot of fun. Big group of people. The Blue Jackets are jo- join us, and there's Stinger and a whole bunch of other stuff. We have a fun time marching on the Nationwide Arena to, to cheer on the we'll Blue We'll play the Red Wings on my birthday. When's your birthday? November 19th. Oh, it's coming up soon. Up. But, uh, yeah, we have a fun time marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets, and it was on TV. The march was on TV, so it was a that lot was of cool fun. To see. You know, great stuff. But, uh, yeah, so join the soldiers for whenever our next march stuff. Sweet, sweet. Media and so much more. Well, I think we're going to end it here, man. I really appreciate yeah, the uh, summary on. of that. Oh, that was really cool. Your stuff, everyone, promote your stuff. Yeah, I'm going to do that real quick. Uh you can find me, uh, Lance, at Hefty Duck on Twitter, uh, Hefty Duck on Twitch, Hefty Duck everywhere. Just search random sites. I'm probably there. At your mama's <laughs> And Matt, you can find him on Twitter too. At Lawless1. Yeah, you you want to promote anything else, else Matt? No nah. well, Not right. currently. So, one last time. Endeavor Brewing. Endeavor oh, Brewing. Oh, Check oh, it out. Yeah. It's so cool. Hey, we could take a we could take a beer sponsor. Yeah. You know, so, if anyone was interested. Do you like beer? You know, do you know, you know Endeavor Brewing? Yeah. Yes. So if you like beer, then you should totally try Union Soldier, the new Union Blue Soldiers beer by Endeavor Brewing in Columbus. Endeavor Brewing is a awesome company. It's absolutely oh, delicious. Yeah. Even though I've never had it and probably never will because I live in North Carolina and I don't know. We'll send you one. We'll figure it away. Yeah. We'll figure it uh, away. We'll figure it away. But try try Union Blue Soldier, the new Uni Blue Soldiers beer by Endeavor Brewing. Endeavor Brewing. Awesome, fun people. I love them. Great people. You know, check out this beer. It's available at Endeavor Brewing. You can get it in cases in a four or a four pack. It's available at White Ar- Lager. White Lager, yeah. yes. Union Soldier. Uh it's Hell available. Yeah. Four at a Endeavor Brewing with the four case, or or it's in a four pack or a case. It's available at our bar, North Market, Zeno's, and uh, Boston's Whistle and Keg, and so much more. Go check out Union Soldier. And one last time, uh, follow Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. We're a Blue Jackets group that loves to cheer on uh, the Blue Jackets. Don't forget, follow Brew Jackets on all social media platforms. <laughs> yeah. is, uh, is Pornhub social so, media? I just want to close out with this yeah, real quick. I'm not going to answer follow that. Um, social media, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Twitch, the Discord, so much more. But, yeah, uh, check out the Union Blue Soldiers beer and follow Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. All right. Here, everyone. Draft Kings plug. Appreciate the plug. So, uh I appreciate everyone for coming out tonight. Thanks for watching. Thanks for anyone listening to the podcast or watching the uh, the video of this afterwards. We really appreciate your uh, views and listens. It helps us out a ton. Uh, anyone watching, don't forget to like and subscribe this video on YouTube. Click the bell icon to get reminded when we go live because that's when we go live all the time. We do this live. We don't record any. Well, we record it, but we do all this live. There's no editing involved. So you get what we say, and sometimes we say some dumb shit. It happens. Sometimes anyway. we burp. 
Yeah, <laughs> I embellished really good earlier, dude. I'll do it again here. I did too. I don't. I don't know. I want to get there. Are some, uh, there are some silly shenanigans on this show. There is plenty of shenanigans. Take a shot. Oh man! All right, all right. Last, last drink. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Russia, Russia. I appreciate. We drink that when one, you Gav. say shenanigans yeah. too. <laughs> Dope. All right, I'm gonna end out with this little uh, outro video, just of our DraftKings sponsor reminder that we are. Part of the the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN, and at DraftKings, use our promo code THPN to get $200 worth of free bets if your team wins after you bet $5. Anyway, see you guys later. Signing off. Or...